Folks, how we doing? This is Ryan from Midnight Climax. Uh, just an update before we get started here. We had a good first week. I'm really happy with the turnout and the feedback that we got so far, so thank you if you made it this far. Uh, second, uh, these next three episodes are going to be a little dicey audio-wise. I don't know the right way to say this, but I'm real, real bad with uh, pretty much anything audio-related, engineering, anything like that. So we, we didn't do as much testing, I guess, the second time around as we did for the first episode with making sure the audio kind of matches, so just kind of bear with us there. Uh, also, for those who still have questions about the format and what the show is about, we, we don't know. So we're going to kind of keep fucking winging it and just having a good time with it, and hopefully you guys will kind of bear with us. For the most part, just the way the show is going to go, we're probably going to try to do something different every week. Sometimes we'll be, be fucking around doing like movie pitches and stuff. Sometimes we'll be making fun of something. Sometimes we might dip our toes into like politics and maybe some like history stuff. You know, we'll, 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 we'll do a little bit of everything. Um, this is very low stakes kind of podcasting right now. Nothing is really uh, set in stone. Also, I'm trying to teach myself how to edit right now. And boy, let me tell you, I am bad at that too. So if it gets a little weird, don't get too frustrated. Just kind of sit with us. Um, there's a little, there's a few cuts here and there. I'm using Alex as kind of my gauge to not get uh, annihilated out here. So, I mean, he's the one who tells me if any of these jokes are too crazy or if we're a little, a little too over the edge. So I'm trying to cut around some of that stuff. But for the most part, I think we're okay. Uh, like I said, we recorded these next three episodes in the span of a day. So by the end of it, we're kind of fucking shot. So good luck. Um, if you can get through it, you are my best friend. If not, I completely understand. But otherwise, uh, enjoy the show. This flat tire needs a man. But when there's no man around... should be. Why? Watch this. New Goodyear Double Eagle carries its own spare inside. Lifeguard safety spare. A tire in a tire. Keeps on going. Next time, give her a second chance. All right, folks. God damn it. We're starting. This is the uh, Midnight Climax, the show where the name means nothing and the context and the content means even less. I am Ryan, and I'm joined by my host, Alex. Go ahead, Alex. Hey, this is Alex. This, uh, this is Alex. Midnight Climax. Uh, so, yeah, so this is, I guess we call it episode one redone or re re redux. I don't know how that works because so we're, we're, we're starting off. If this is episode one, we're starting it off with fucking beef because Alex really really cut the legs off the first episode because we we, we kind of went off and we, we tried things out and i was like oh this is all good stuff and i'm editing it and we're going through and he, he listened to it when i sent him the first cut and immediately he's like oh no this is gonna this is gonna ruin things for us so do you remember the exact criticisms of, 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 of like the first podcast like anything that you had a big issue with i there were a lot of risque stuff risque um, stuff don't want to things things that i don't want my uh career to be yeah i don't want to fuck up the career too bad you know um i would say I sent it to a couple people and some people liked it. So I was like, oh, I think we should really stand by this. But then I'm listening back and I'm like, Ryan, you are 26. You can't do a Borat impression anymore. Not even for like any like cultural or ethnic racist problems with it. Just that it's like a 15 year old impression. 
And like, because we heard that shit when we were like eighth grade. Uh, yeah, I mean, that because that was the one to do. I every, remember everyone's done a boy. I remember being in like the, the locker room in middle school. Everyone's like, oh, my wife, <laughs> very nice. And I just, I just fucking did it again. But um, I think yeah, I think uh, we're, we're we're trying to we're trying to get to a point where we're comfortable with putting something out there. I told Alex we're gonna keep recording episode one until either we get something down or he just hates me as a person. So I'm I'm very comfortable with that. What do you think, Alex? I mean, sounds like Groundhog's Day. You know, uh-huh. we're gonna keep doing the same thing. Absolutely, absolutely. So we don't have uh, a specific intro song or a little jingle or anything. So in lieu of that, Alex is gonna sing the Egyptian national anthem for us to uh, to get it going. Go ahead, Alex. Uh, no, I don't think I can do that. You realize I don't know the Egyptian national anthem. You could have said anything. You could have sang like fucking but... Mambo Number no. Five, and I've been like, oh my god, that's that's beautiful. It's yeah. so patriotic. <laughs> so. I was thinking about intro songs and all that stuff, but like, I, I can't think of something I want to use because I mean, everything's got to be some type of like public domain. I don't want to get yeah. sued or something. But if we if there was no public domain, we have people... I would have liked to use the the curbs your enthusiasm theme. That's a pretty, oh, it's so corny. It's, it's corny, but we got to do it's simple. I would say um, we got friends who do like music type stuff. So I was I was thinking of just like bullying one of our friends into making something for us, but I don't know. I think. We have to kind of come up with our own thing, figure it out. But I, I mean, there's there's a lot of things that just don't have a theme song. Just don't. Just kind of like just open and do nothing. Um, I, I listen to other podcasts that don't have a theme song anymore or had one, and now it's just kind of like intro music where there's no vocals or anything, which is fine. Um, when I was when I was thinking my shitty Egyptian national national anthem joke, I was like, oh, you know what? Let's see if I can find an actual national anthem that I can like play and like go over because I'm sure all those are public domain. I mean, it's it's like the national song. Who's gonna sue you for it? So I'm like, well, what's one we haven't heard of before? And whenever I think of like the national anthem, I'm always thinking of sports and stuff like that. I'm thinking like, well, I mean, I guess baseball games, football games, it's always the American one because we're only I'm only watching American sports really. But when you watch the Olympics, whatever country wins the gold medal, they play their national anthem. So what I did find was I I know we said in the first episode that may not get released that oh we do no research on this podcast, but I I was looking up countries that have just never won a gold medal. And now we have to just kind of find out which ones have no gold medal and what song they would have. So I got a couple for you. Um, who knew fucking Bolivia never won anything? What? As of 2016, whatever it was. <clears throat> wow, really? Bolivia. Um, what? What? I mean, this is like a Spanish-speaking country. Um, what? What would their What would their song be? We need fucking gasolina. We need something. We need. It's got to be super corny. It's got to be Spanish, but it's got to be very uh, something can get behind. This is gonna, this is gonna be the country song. We got what? All right, all right, all right. Ryan, why don't you? Why don't you? I don't. I don't have recommendations. I'm not tell like me a, whatever I'm not, uh, you think. Yeah. I'm not trying to lead you into anything. I'm just saying. All right. What? What about um, Angola? Do you know any Angolan music? No. You don't no, know any no, Angolan no. music? But, but I, you I uncultured welcome, piece I of welcome shit. Welcome you to uh, make up a national anthem. For Angola? Yeah. Go. Go ahead, Ryan. I forgot Angola was a country until I saw it on the map here. Yeah. I, like I said, I don't think we have to create a new national anthem. I think we can just pick one that was already there. Do you remember? I think it was like maybe. Four or five years ago, I think this was like the end of the Obama era when people were like not super happy with the police, but like there's just general like racial uprising. There wasn't a lot of patriotism going on, so there was a petition that went out that um, the national anthem was going to get changed to R. Kelly's like remix to Ignition. I'm like, oh, that's that's a great song. Everybody loves it because like I mean, as far as I know, like everyone pretty much that's, that's a great song. It's 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 a jam. And then immediately after that, uh, R. Kelly got in trouble for the uh, you know all the stuff he's in trouble for now. The uh, <laughs> all the stuff with the girls and all the tapes came out and they had a, like, it wasn't just a documentary. Yeah. It was a documentary series, right? There, there was, there was a lot. They got the footage of him crying to 
was it that lady who interviewed him? Yeah, was it, was it Oprah? No, it was uh, his Oprah's friend Gail or some shit. Somebody. Yeah. But yeah, damn, that was oof. But he's like, I'm fighting for my life. And I don't know. I, I stand by his music. So I wanted to ask you, what is there anything like an artist can do that would like fuck up your idea of his music or like not want to listen to his shit anymore? Uh, I mean, you know, like R. Kelly made some great songs, right? But oh. the fact that he... He's a hit machine. The fact that he urinated on a small child, that's... Does that... Well, does that change the way you listen to the music, or does it make you not want to listen to it? It's an interesting question. You know, like, uh, I guess Leonardo da Vinci was into young boys, but at the same time, you know, we, we still like his work. I didn't know that. Yeah, I mean, I think there was, like, an exhibit on da Vinci, and he was into young boys. Okay. Or... And, I mean, it's, I don't know, it's just, is it hard? It's, it's a very philosophical debate. Can we separate the artist from their personality and enjoy the art? Some people say no, some people say yes. There's a lot of examples. You can get your, like, your Chris Brown types. Michael Jackson's a big one. Um... There's so many. There's so many. We could, I mean, I don't know if there's like a single thing an artist can do that's going to like completely like remove me from it. Like, oh, I can't, can't possibly. I mean, it was like very relevant. Like, R. Kelly had a lot of like sexual songs. So like if, if I'm thinking he's like writing it with like a 14-year-old girl in mind, like, all right, maybe maybe back off a little bit. But for, I mean, for the most part, it's remixed to Ignition. I mean, come on. It's a classic song. It's a classic. Some, they, some people will separate, you know, like the whole thing about, you know what's interesting? The whole thing about Kobe Bryant is very interesting. Um, So there was a reporter after he died who tweeted on um. Twitter mm-hmm. that uh oh well we can't forget that Kobe Bryant was uh, accused of rape yeah. and he paid off the his accuser and then she dropped the charges. Mm-hmm. Um so posting that after death, you know, there was a big debate. Some people said now's not the time to post it. You know, many people loved Kobe Bryant. Mm-hmm. Uh he just died, his family's in mourning. Uh and some other people were like, Well, you know, yeah, she should post it because we should remember, you know, both the bad and the good. But I mean she ended up getting doxxed and I think uh I mean, she was yeah, with the Washington I, I think Post timing or something. Is an issue. I mean, it doesn't make me think of him different as, like, a basketball player. Because, I mean, basketball-wise, all he really did was, like, change jersey numbers. I think it went from, like, 8 to 24 or something like that. But the fact that she got reprimanded at work, like, her job was literally, like... So, was she, like, a journalist? What, what it was... She was a journalist. I have to, I mean... So, she wrote this about herself I've as done, a journalist? I've done, no, I've done no research. I mean, I did research at the time, but I think it was the Washington Post or a major newspaper. Did she publish it, or is it just a she tweet? She just made the tweet, and she got in trouble at work because she made that tweet. And they said that she put the, the work of other journalists in peril. You know, it's affecting the work of other journalists because, you know, she's associated with the paper and she said mm-hmm. such views on Twitter. So that was a big debate, actually. I think that's a different discussion, though, because that's like stuff you're allowed to do at work as opposed to like, because I mean, because it's, it's, it's all that like sexual whatever stuff that's probably gonna be relevant to her forever. Like there's gonna be never gonna be a bad time to talk about her because she's like living it. But at the same time, I mean, when the dude just died and I, I don't want to be the guy that says it was just an accusation. We didn't know it was never proven in court. I wasn't convicted. But I mean, until... There's, I mean, I, I don't know the full story of it, obviously. I don't know. I think you, you got to just pick your battles sometimes. And, like, everyone was, like, Kobe crazy for, like, months. I mean, he was a great player. He did a lot for the league. He was, like, obviously, like, one of the best players of all time. So I don't think we can even really talk about Kobe and just kind of ignore all the bad stuff. I mean, I don't know. I, there, there's, there's a lot to it. I mean, I, I like to think in this day and age, like, everyone can be, like, a three-dimensional person. Like, oh, yeah, they have really good work. They do a lot of good stuff for this community. They do a lot of good whatever. But there's also other sides of them. They also have a social life. They also have stuff on social media. They also have these political views. They also have these whatever. So, I mean, I'm not saying – I would just say just don't throw the baby out with the bathwater and just write somebody off completely just because of one thing. But you can say that for everything. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, it's it's a complicated issue. Uh, we don't know. I mean, it, his uh, the rape accusation never saw it stay in court. Mm-hmm. Um, he did pay his accuser. It depends on whether you believe Kobe or you believe the accuser. And uh, even still, you know, it depends on whether you believe that – you know, had he changed since then? Has he become a better person? If he did do it, and or if he didn't do it, maybe he just had 
the bad look of being accused. Yeah, I mean, that's, that shit's heavy in general. So to that I say, the Democratic Republic of the Congo has also not won a gold medal. Why not? What would their song be? That, I mean, who's, is there like a good, like, strictly like African, like, uh, recording artist who do, who's make stuff that, not like African-American, like African-African, who does? I, I don't know, Ryan, are you trying to generalize the entire continent? That's why, Africa? that's why I said, I mean, do you know any just African, do you know specific Democratic Republic of the Congo artists? I don't know any artists. Oh, okay. So, 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 so don't, so fuck you then. Let me, let me try to generalize so we get something. All right. So I would say is, is Akon African or is he Caribbean? I want to say he's African, right? I don't want to take a stand and say he's African, but I think, I think he is. So, Democratic Republic of Congo, their song could be smacked at. That's a great song. Are you just describing songs to different countries? Right? I'm trying to pick a good one. Okay, maybe is that is that how the world works? Don't we get just all... choose. We choose songs. We're talking about for... national anthems, and <laughs> our national anthem. I mean, sure, it's a good song. It was a good song in 17 whatever, but like now, would it would it hold up? Would you listen to? The national anthem on your iPod? Uh, I mean, I don't think so. No, no, don't, don't be like, oh, no. I, don't, I don't listen to the national anthem. That's what I'm saying. No, nobody listens to their own national anthem. But if your national anthem was a banger, along the lines of "Smack Dat" featuring Eminem, I mean, I think your opinion would change a little bit because then you'd be ha- you'd be filled with this national pride, and you'd be having a good time. Like you can. Is "Smack Dat" worthy of national pride? It depends on the nation. Are Maybe the Democratic Republic of Congo. I don't know the what national the national anthem of the DRC to to smack that. We were going to change ours to ignition. If you believe fake fucking petitions I've seen on the internet. Okay. So I don't. I think the bar is already lower. I mean, do you, like I said, do you have another song that, that you'd like to uh, propose? I, I don't have. A Acon's done a lot of great things. Propose, he has I his think. own currency. He has. It was, it was what's called a coin or something. He's like a Bitcoin for Acon. I think. Uh, I think that the DRC he's rebuilding cities and whatever the people of the DRC. He's want. bringing electricity to Africa. He's doing a lot for his people. What have you done for Africa specifically, Alex? I can't say I've done much. Acon's done a lot. He's 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 a humanitarian now. He's he's only came out with a couple of hits. But he's, he's used that wealth and then some to, to give back. Okay. Well, he's, he's trying to do a whole thing now with, like, renewable energy and um, bringing, like, computers to kids or making infrastructure in Africa, all that stuff. So he, I mean, I guess the celebrity went past the uh, the song. I mean, he, he's, like I said, people are three-dimensional now. It's not just Smack Dat. Who's the artist behind Smack Dat? Uh, tell me about who he is and I what he's smacking specifically. Tell you, who, who, who did Smack Dat? It's Akon. I just said. Akon. Akon. Okay. Convict music, baby. All right, all right. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll put in your flavor a little bit. What about Bangladesh? Do you know any Bangladeshi music we can, we can, we can sub in for their national anthem? Because this is, this is supposed to like take the place of their national anthem. Like, oh, they just won the gold medal for fucking luge or whatever. I don't know what the, one of their favorite sport is. They just won the luge gold medal. They're on the podium. Their whole family's watching. Their whole country's watching on little TVs. What are they playing? Uh, I guess the actual national anthem of Bangladesh. What is the national anthem of Bangladesh? I, you know, I can't tell you. I what if they don't it. even know? What if they like, so, so America is very like patriotic and they force a lot of stuff on us in terms of like, all right, these are the presidents is whatever. I mean, we learn our own history, but we don't really learn too much about other cultures. So what if other countries are like, ah, we don't really give a fuck what our national anthem is. What it's, it is what everything it is. Like, does every country have a national anthem? Maybe Can we have that conversation. You know, I don't know, actually. I, I couldn't tell you of every country. I would assume they do. I would assume that every country that participates in the Olympics has a, a national anthem. All right, anthem, follow or up. Maybe every country has a national anthem. You know who has never won a medal? Yemen. What is the Yemenese national anthem? Do you know I'm one? I'm sure they have one, but I'm I sure know. it was used in some, like, racist capacity on, like, a military movie. Like, when, when we're, like, over a, a shot of, like, a helicopter flying over a desert. And it's, it's supposed to come off as some, like, crazy, like, spooky song, but it's really just, like, their national anthem. This is, like, the first song they found. Uh, yeah. I, come I on. All right, all right, all right. I'm going to find a good one, and I need I need a – well, I'm looking at the map, and a lot of these are, like, very small. They're, like, islands and stuff, and I don't know. Moral of the story is don't settle for a shitty national anthem. 
We need, we, like I said, we need bangers. Are they ever going to make Star Spangled Banner remix? When is that coming? Didn't uh, Jimi Hendrix did the, the electric guitar? That's a great one. What if they just use that one better? instead of like, like it could be a fucking guitar. It could I be... mean, like you're not supposed to really like enjoy a national anthem the way Why not? you enjoy Why not? Like, a, a pop song. Says who? Who, who, who was the, 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 the law that said, they're you know. Cer- they're ceremonial songs. We have other songs for like funerals and stuff like that. We have other songs for. Do you play the funeral march when you go running? This is not the funeral march. This is the, the this is the song that represents the country. What do you think? Well, I mean, like. Do you think of like all the sad military losses that you've taken, or all this? I mean, you you could acknowledge back, back them. Back to your point on DRC. Do you think the citizens of DRC want to think about smacking that on the floor when they think about their country? All right. What what is something in the DRC that you would think is song worthy? I don't know too much about their culture, their import they exports. Have a long a long history. Uh, war between different armed groups. So uh, you think they should acknowledge all the terrible war and genocide and stuff that's been going on there, as opposed to something light and fun, a la Smack Dat. Uh, I don't. Know, I feel like I'm winning this argument. I think. I think Smack. I feel like I'm winning is, this argument. Until you have an alternative, I think I'm. I'm, I'm on fire I right now. I can't speak for the people of DRC, but I think Smack Dat might be a non. This is a podcast. For... The whole job is just to speak for people that didn't ask our opinion. Which leads me to our beef. When, 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 you, when you handicap the first hour. I mean, I, like I said, I, th- I think a lot of stuff could get cut out, but uh, you just you just tapped into, like, white guy kryptonite where, like, there's one thing we don't like is just being told we can't say something. That's the only <laughs> thing. Like, we're, 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 we're so good in positions of power and politics and being corrupt. We're so good at that. But we just don't like when, says, when someone's like, you know what, maybe don't, maybe don't say that or maybe don't put that out there. Like, that's – I, I felt my, my skin melt. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry it's, to make you feel uncomfortable. Not only did it melt, I got fucking – if you can see in this audio format, I got – really sunburned yesterday at the beach oh you got incredibly sunburned when i was not quarantining or whatever the fuck i don't know why everyone's like yeah white white people are the best race when and it's not true at all i, I am on the brink of death i have crazy sunburns all over my body it's bad oh my god it's, i'm, I'm showing out viewers uh, i can see uh, it's real gruesome stomach, it's real gruesome it's incredibly it's, it's, incredibly red it's it's bad i mean i don't know i mean i guess we had pretty good technology and military organization in like hundreds of years ago but if anyone was like hey let's just leave these guys out in the sun for a couple of days we'd be done white people would never conquer anyone if we were just didn't have some spf in our body we, we'd, we'd be fucked is that why everybody what, what is white people well, white people have only existed since what like the 1950s or yeah like modern white people like what is what is white people well that's why there's you're, less you're tech, you weren't even white i mean you know, irish people weren't even white yeah we weren't even considered white i was uh what, what was the irish race before white we're just, we're just like redheaded little fucks you just white is a was a club of like people who came to the United States. Yeah, we're thinking of like, like wasps and, and uh, uh, yeah, white Anglo-Saxon Protestants. So. Anglo-Saxon. And you guys were Catholic. I feel I think Anglo-Saxon just like rapes my people, and that's how half of our country came to be. Well, yeah, you know, you got Irish and uh, the UK part of. I mean, well, I want one of those old signs that says like "No shoes, no shirts, no Irish" or something. Like that. Those those are great. Like, there's got to be a market for like old, like weird racist signs, not like specific like. The no black people, whatever. I'm talking about like no Italians in this in this shop. Like outdated racism, like yeah. racism which doesn't exist yeah. anymore. Oh. <laughs> Hang on a second, let me. Uh... But yeah, I don't know. I think uh, is, is there like an aftermarket like weird racist stuff? Like no no redheads. There's got to be something. I mean, like anti-Italian racism in the United States, right? Like you you started off with like this discrimination against Italians, and now like all of Staten Island is Italian, and <laughs> they just claim <laughs> Italy. <laughs> they're very they're just, racist. Yeah, well, I mean others. Uh, well, I, mean, I mean, I don't know. White people was like an exclusive club that like only certain Europeans were part of. And then so, after so that, no, no like, Italians, no Irish people. No Italians, no Irish, no Catholics. No uh, Catholics. 
Southern Europeans were out. Uh, what is Southern European? Is I don't know, about, like, the Mediterranean. If you're touching the Mediterranean, you know. Yeah, I I dated a Greek girl briefly, and she would always try to talk in a way that she was like, "Oh, white people do this." I'm like, "You are you are very much white." She's like, "Well, we're kind of white." I'm like, she, she she's thinking like old world. I'm not I'm not white. You are type deal. She, when I think when Europeans even think of white people, like Portuguese people don't consider themselves white. Uh, I mean, you, you talk to Europeans, you know, it's from like, Spain, there's really like Western Europe, you know, and they're like, "Oh, Western Europeans are this way. Southern Europeans are this way." Yeah. It's like different stereotypes, like regional yeah. stereotypes of how people are. Yeah, I I, I was with a girl from uh, Spain, and she, and she would just like refer to white people in third person too, and I'm like, well, you're 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 pretty white. You're, Spain's you're, white. You're almost there. Yeah. yeah. Like, so I don't know. I think they're one of the bodies that like enforced like we're this guy, you're not this guy. I don't know. I think who decides who white people are. Is well, there like wasn't know. like Jewish people not even considered white for a while? Or I, something I think like that? Jewish people are still, and it's weird. I mean, like Jewish people are still not considered white. Well, there's like I mean, European Jews. There, like there are European Israeli. Jews. There are like Middle Eastern Sephardic Jews. There are um, like Polish and German Jews and yeah, I mean like yeah, you've got like Eastern European Jews, uh, Western European Jews. You've got uh, Ethiopian Jews. Ethiopian Jews. Yeah, there's Ethiopian Jews. I can get behind it. Oh, you're talking about those guys who would be on, like, street corners and be like, no, black no, people no. are the true Jews. No, no, no. We no, are no, the no. chosen like, people. That like, was the Jamaican. Like, was... No, like Jews from Ethiopia that immigrate to Israel. Yeah, like, like yeah. the, like the, what are those guys called? You know, oh, no, the, the black Hebrew movement. The that's, black Hebrew movement. I think that's different. We are the real chosen people, the white devil. Is, is, no, no, is no, ruining no. it. I think, I think that might be different. But, yeah, no, the Ethiopian Jews are their own, uh, I guess they're, I don't know if they're minority in Ethiopia. I think Ethiopia You see the uh, movie Uncut Gems? They were talking about Ethiopian Jews in that one. They're, like, miners in like a I don't know but I haven't seen it but it sounds interesting it was, it was, it was a cool movie where Adam um, Sandler has a serious role Adam Sandler is serious now he's really he's, he's fucking real business he's a wow he's, he's, he's pretty much he, he's, he's Oscar material real deal he's, he's the guy that's so much respect for like comedians who can like who else has made that role. crossover Sasha Baron Cohen the Borat actor oh my god he did a um, a serious so he did um, it was on Netflix so yeah it was either Netflix or mm-hmm. some streaming service did a, a series about um an Israeli spy okay. who uh, infiltrated the the Syrian uh, government and was a deputy minister of defense and okay. when he got found out. But uh, he was a, it was a really serious role and it was very he didn't he didn't throw in one like very nice at the end he didn't do no, that no he he did like it was amazing acting like I never <sighs> knew he was such a good I mean he's a great comedian and he's an amazing actor I almost just want him to sneak sneak out like a like a stupid line in at the end. Just to, just to just let us know. Yeah, he's, I'm he's sure everybody, everybody's watching this and everybody's like, you know, you're ready to laugh. Why not? Yeah. Why not? Have fun with it. Yeah. But I don't know because, I mean, Adam Sandler did, like, really good in that movie. And you know his next one is probably just going to be another, like, fucking Jack and Jill or Grown Ups 3 or fucking Click. I don't know. It's, it's going to be something stupid. It's going to be a sports-related comedy where, where like, like Happy Gilmore or uh, what's, the, what's the one, the water boy, you know, where he has to do a sport. And uh, there's a lot of crazy answers yeah. about how you yeah. can do the sport. Well, he he's like he's like the best guy at being a celebrity because like he's pretty low profile most of the time. And like whenever he wants to like hang out with his friends or go on vacation with his family, he just makes a movie at wherever that place is. Like, oh, we want to go to Florida or Jamaica or whatever. Like, you know what? I'll film a billion dollar movie here. And we'll get paid for it. Like that's a great idea. Like just have all your friends on your fucking movie. Like that, that's everyone's dream. Like, oh, dude, as soon as I get to Hollywood, me, me and me and the bros are making a movie. Like that's okay, what he did. We're gonna make a movie wherever I want to go on vacation. Yeah, you know, like he did it. It's the simplest idea. He's, he's the guy. So I think, I mean, and he hires all his friends apparently for, yeah. for the roles. Yeah, that's what that's what you got to do. I mean, I. So we we have that guy, and you have like the super serious actors. You get your like a like a Christian Bale type, or you get like a. Who's a serious actor? Who's like a? I mean, not like. I mean, all, all, all I watch is like shitty movies, anyway. So I don't know anyone who's like really. I guess like a Leonardo DiCaprio. Is it, do you think he'd be like cool to hang out with, or is he just like 
super method, super. I don't know. I mean, he, at that level, you can't be. You gotta be a fucking dick, right? Yeah, I've never met him. I mean, I'm not, I'm not calling him a dick. I'm just saying, like, you can't be like a real person at that point. Like, you're so removed from everybody else. You're such a high caliber celebrity that, I mean, like, when you're that famous, you know, you definitely have a different lifestyle. Maybe it's very easy to get disconnected from regular people. Well, I'm just saying, like, who are your regular like friends at that point? Who is like your who, who are your guys when you're at like that that level? Maybe maybe it's still like your regular friends. Honestly, I mean, I'm thinking like that would be nice. That's like wishful thinking. You probably hang out with you know other actors and everything, but at the same time, there is you know this level of like, oh, I can potentially work with these people. Yeah. Or there is a business relationship, <laughs> you know, with these people. Yeah, I think um, that's what you would want. Because, I mean, everyone thinks, like, oh, man, I'm sure he's so, so cool in real life. Or I'd love to hang out with fucking Seth Rogen and smoke weed. I'm like, I don't know. Maybe he's not that into it in real life. Maybe he just, like... Maybe he just pretends to be into smoking I'm, weed. I'm sure he actually smokes weed. That's a bad example. But I'm, I think maybe he, like... I don't know. Maybe he doesn't like people that much. Maybe he wants to fucking stay inside. Maybe he's not, like, super maybe social. he's actually smoking oregano the whole time. Yeah, he smokes maybe, fucking mids, dude. he does it just to keep up the period. Dude, Seth Rogen is a poser. He doesn't even smoke that good shit. Like, oh my, like people just really just romanticize celebrities so much. Like, and anytime there's like a good actor or comedy special i'm like oh man that guy is so me I'm like is, is it you or is it the guy who's pretending to be for like an hour and then you like the character and you want it to be part of the character but i don't know i i i'm so over celebrity shit like i, I don't think i'm starstruck really by anybody i don't if i if i, I can't even think of a celebrity i want to meet you know anyone who like jump out at you and like oh my god i gotta i gotta talk to this guy huh. i want to meet bono, <laughs> bono? You know, i want to meet bono because he's an angel investor so he like He's like a, oh, so you want it for like a money opportunity. You don't want like I actually to invest. I was like, oh man, any I, of my startups. Alex is a big Red Hot Chili's fan. Nope, you just, just. I mean, there's other rich guys you can talk. You can talk to like a Bill Gates Bono or is an angel investor. Uh, J- Jeff also comes Bezos, to, whatever. Fuck. He's, he's, he also comes to New York a lot. Oh, so, so it's, a, it's an opportunity thing for sure. I okay. Could potentially, I know where he comes to speak in New York. That's nice. I could potentially yeah. go talk to him. Well, I mean, your mind is made up. Now, now, now I have to. Now I have to think of one. I think just people I'm fans with. But I don't, I don't even know what do you have to talk about. Like I like fucking like Donald Glover. He's like a rapper oh, yeah. and comedian and all that stuff. But like I don't do any of that shit. I thought, like <laughs> I got I got my one job. I just do all the same shit I do every day. I'm like, well, I'm getting really into to running again. I'm trying to get get back on it. I'm like what, what the fuck am I gonna talk to him about? Like he, he didn't care about me. He doesn't. What can anybody talk like? And fucking everybody's working this stuff. from home. Everyone's you know like before I used to talk about the stupid shit I saw commuting to work in New mm-hmm. York, right? And it's like, all right, I saw some homeless guy on the subway, and he was, you know, yelling at somebody and almost got into a fight. And, you know, that's a story, at least. It's a, it's a very played out, you know. It's got to be relatable. A little bit like, oh, I could actually go on that yeah, subway ride. I, mean, I can actually see that. that. You know, and when you're having coffee and you're, you're not doing your job and you're just drinking coffee and having a good time, you know. They're going to be like, oh, yeah, you know, that's, that's crazy. I saw yeah. some crazy guy on the subway. You know, now we don't even have that. We're working from home. Well, I mean, I am. You're not. This is, this is, <laughs> I, I work from home. I'm very much not working from home. I'm. My daily my daily routines don't change that much. I don't have the. Have you seen those new like elitist like Facebook posts? Where like, yeah, I'm an essential worker. That means I'm going out <laughs> every day and get my family sick. Unlike you losers who are staying inside. Like, I would love to fucking stay inside. That'd be great. I mean, I don't know if I could do my job from home, but either way, I think like ever. It's such a weird like culture war going on now with like these these people are fucking staying inside collecting checks. I'm like, that would be amazing. I would love to not do shit right now. I mean, yeah. I, I'm very happy I'm working from home right now. I mean, I'm happy to be working for sure. I'm very sad for people who really need to go and expose themselves. Yeah, to I mean, I'm very happy to just be employed in general. I think um, we're getting to a point now where we're so far into this whole virus shit that like we're, we're missing out on all like the fun parts of it. And I say fun because like, this could have been fun. Like if we nip this shit in the butt like six months ago, I mean, we, we can all be fucking Monday morning quarterback, whatever. But I think if 
like we just got a handle on it really early we can be like well, let's just oh anyone who's sick let's let's make a make, make fun of them. let's have a good time let's have a fucking hidden camera who's got fucking covid camera show like like it would be a prank show like oh he's got it oh he's got fucking covid 19 that guy's gonna have i wonder what kind of stigma we're gonna get after covid 19 oh yeah it's gonna i, I mean I don't know. I mean, people are like, well, you can get it so many ways, in. so you can't even attribute to anyone's lifestyle. I mean, yeah. if, they, if they fucked up and like got it and they just weren't cautious at all, yeah, that's one thing. But like, there's no like visible way to tell unless they're like coughing or spitting or something like that. So we can have like fucking Corona dating show where we're like, oh my God, I had such a great time with Tiffany. But what's that? She's got a terrible respiratory disease that she's going to give to my family if I bring her home. Oh shit. Like, we, we could have had fun with this. We could have enjoyed it. And we just squandered it. it just, we just fucked it up. What do you think about all this opening up? <sighs> It's not really for me to say because I mean, every, well, we say like, all right, have the scientists kind of lead us in this direction, but like every single state is doing different shit. Like, Jersey's doing their own thing, fucking Tennessee is doing their own thing, Kentucky's doing their own thing. So it's really just we're at the mercy of whoever opens up the most too fast because they're just gonna give it back to everyone who just avoided it. So, I mean, in general, I'd say the opening stuff up is not great, <laughs> but like, I don't know. At some point, people aren't gonna stay inside either way. Like everywhere I go, I see it's like a coin flip if anyone's wearing a mask um every business i see is up and going with no problems i mean and you kind of you're kind of at a crossroads because either all right either these people go broke or they lose their jobs or they just die quicker i don't know you hear that they're opening up atlantic city that's just a the stupid casinos casinos up. make so much money they don't need to be open like they make so, millions so of dollars a day there's like outdoor gambling right now and uh what it is is uh you just go and play dice with the homeless people in front of the i was casino. about to say, imagine shooting craps and getting like fucking seagull shit on you yeah. like that's fucked <laughs> That's, you know, that's they, a rough they say day. like the house always wins, but in this case they're homeless, so okay. it really is no house that is winning. <laughs> just, just no house. We're on the steps of the Bellagio. We're, I mean, I don't know, man. I think, uh, I think we're all fucked. The world's gonna end. I mean, if we all die from Corona before global warming kills us, I think we're in good shape. I mean, we say by the bell. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah, nothing you gotta worry about after that. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, 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 just kill me now. Just, just end it. <laughs> Fuck it. I, I'm, I'm done. I'm already done. No bills to pay. No obligations. Nothing. You know. Oh, sorry. Corona got me. Like, it's it's going to be a badge of honor if people, like, make it through this in a couple months. Man, pff, dude, you guys had it. You thought you had it rough? I, I had Corona for six days, and look at me. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much pretty much a warrior now. Like, that, it's, it's, it's going to be what people are doing. You're already getting, like, the weird, like, entrepreneur guys. Like, are you using this time wisely? Are you are you training your body? Are you starting your business? I fucking, I fucking hate it. Start a fucking business right now. Start a fucking business right now. fucking sucks. So, like, we look at, so there's two types of people, right? Mm. And... You know, like there's people who are like, hey, we're never going to have this time ever again. So now we can finally be lazy and have no guilt. And I'm like, yes, you're exactly yeah, right. Yeah. And then there's people who say we're never going to have this free time again. So now we can get in shape or do the productive stuff. I'm like, yeah, yeah. you're also right. Exactly. But, you know, you're not better than anybody for doing either one of them, you know? Well, I think you can do it in the way of like, all right, we're never going to have this time again. Let's improve ourselves. Let's work out a little bit. Let's go to the gym or not go to the gym. Let's go outside. Or let's run around, do some push-ups, whatever. And I've been doing that. I've been feeling pretty good about myself. But there's a lot of stuff you just can't do and the timing has i mean there, there's, there's not there's nothing you can't like there's fucking starting a business oh join my weird fucking pyramid scheme thing the, my yeah, weird the pyramid scheme is fucking stupid join my like, my yeah. facebook game where we all send each other money and then i go offline for a couple of days when i spend all your money like <laughs> oh i deleted my facebook sorry i got my realtor license because everyone's foreclosed on what up like <laughs> pay for my llc please yeah i mean you got i think you gotta, you gotta pick and choose I mean, like, you? I've been, I've been on the productive side. You've been good. You, you, this, like, this is uh, on the day of recording. You've been running for hundred days now. Today is my hundredth day running. Uh, so I, I have been on the productive side. You, you lost some weight. You lost what, like twenty pounds, thirty pounds, something like that. Uh, between like twenty and thirty. That's good. Um, That's real good. So yeah, I uh, did did lose a bit of weight. It's noticeable. See, you're you're an example of what people should have done. 
But, you know, I mean, if somebody tells me that they saw the entirety of the Dragon Ball Z series. That's good, you know, too. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. Honestly, I got, like, I would like to do that, but I would never have time to do that. I got a good job. amount of, like, workouts in, which I'm okay with. I got a lot of, like, I got some, like, stuff done at work that things definitely slowed down. I was able to catch up on paperwork, stuff like that. Um, I really just spend most of the time just jerking off and fighting with my girlfriend, mostly. It's a lot of just, like... Like, at the same time? Or? Mostly because of that, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> like, after you fight, you just... Okay. It was a lot of just, uh, like, I'm just stuck in the same house with somebody. Like, th- Or is she fighting because you're masturbating so much? It's, it's a little of both. I can't be both. I, I, there's a lot of reasons for girls to be like, mad at me. Does she, like, is she just mad that... There's a lot of reasons. Oh, okay. There's so many reasons. But, like, everyone's like, oh, man, if you if, if you can survive with your girlfriend through corona, you guys are meant to be together. I'm like, no, just... This makes me realize I just hate everyone in my life. Like, I'm just not a match with anybody. Like, I don't get along with my parents better. I don't get along with my family better. I don't get along with girls better. No, nope. Just... Maybe just I'm not a match for any human. No no romantic contact, no regular friend contact. It just makes me hate everybody. How does that make you feel? Pretty good actually. It's oh, good. It's okay. very, it's very uh hey. I, I I feel cleansed now. As long as long as it I got out on the other side. About it. Yeah. But I mean, it's just the whole the whole virus thing like, cuz we're never going to stop talking about this even when it's over. You know, like honestly, we're never going to stop talking about it. Honestly, it's just like, you know, when you're cooped up for months, right? And mm-hmm. then you start socializing again, you start meeting your friends. It's like, "Hey, let's talk about the virus," you know? Mm-hmm. Like Every conversation is about the virus. Yeah. It's got to be. It's like your whole... Because, I mean, it's, it's, it's the one time in our history that everyone is kind of doing the exact same thing, which is nothing but, like, following the news. They're just doing nothing but, like, oh, more cases today, more whatever the fuck. Like, it's so much. So much. And either you're stuck at home watching the news or your commute is different now or your fucking... Your hours are different or something's different. Like, everyone was affected in some small way where... It's either them or their friends or their family. Like, you just, oh, oh, this is what you can do every day now forever. Just talk about this fucking virus forever. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. What do you think? How, uh, how do we move forward from this weird bullshit? You know, I mean, eventually people are either going to adapt and uh, make businesses or things that, you know, stop you. I mean, they're, they're, plan their businesses around uh, not transmitting the virus. Uh, <laughs> like Change gyms. your entire business model to not sneezing in your friend's mouth. Yeah, we put up, like, some nice walls of uh, bulletproof glass uh, between each treadmill at the gym. I just want to live in 1984. I just want to be in a militarized state where I have my own little pod and the government's watching me and everyone's up my ass and I just have my nice chair and I sit there and I wither away slowly and it feels good. I was, I was at the beach yesterday and I just, I just came to the realization that Bad this boy. is... This is just the right amount of Mad Max, you know? Like, I'm just outside eating, you know, at a restaurant, and you see all these kids and all these people walking in the street, you know, with masks and everything. And it's not like a dystopian future. It's more just like a shitload of inconveniences that yeah. people are dealing with. I, too, went to a beach yesterday with um, a little squad of people. I and see you because of your red I'm the reddest I've ever been. I am a full lobster. But um, So we got there early in the morning because I'm, I'm an old man, so I got to get up early. I got to get everyone going. I had people come to my house. I drove everybody over. We met another car there. We pull up. It's like 9 a.m. And the beach is looking great. There's fucking, there's no uh, parking or anything. No problems with that. We get in there. We're fine. We pretty much have like the whole beach to ourselves. I'm like, oh, this is great. Like by fucking like 11 a.m. It was packed. I was like, we got to get the fuck oh, out of yeah, here. It's, it's a zoo. Beach time, yeah. Well, it's, it's weird timing because, yeah, it's the summer and people want to be outside. But this is, this is not just any summer. This is the summer after people have been cooped up for four or five months, whatever it is. They're like, oh, we have to get out now or I'm going to kill my wife. I'm going I'm to murder her. <laughs> <laughs> and bury her in the garden in the backyard like so i mean i every everywhere i've seen everyone's like yeah this is the, pack, the most packed the beach has ever been I'm like well good just just like i said i'm just gonna get sick and i'm just gonna either deal with it or whatever and then i'm just gonna walk directly into the ocean and just two birds one stone there you go i mean like yeah you get sick right and you know you get like blood clots and stuff and possibly like lifelong health effects from from this but you know you got some sun you know a little bit you got out 
I got the raise, man. That's, that's what America's about. I got the vitamin D. This is this is what American freedom is about. It's about disregarding science, about getting some nice rays, and um, oh, yeah, everywhere I maybe go, maybe getting sick and maybe getting like a lifelong you know health element, but that's it. Yeah, well, everywhere I go online, everyone's like, Americans are fucking retarded. They're always doing this. I'm like, I have nothing to do with. I'm, I'm like, every, every all these Americans individually were just so far removed from everything, but as a fucking clump of people, we're just kind of like at the mercy of whatever sounds the best that day. Because like, all right, if you go to the beach and you go with uh, a girl or one of your friends or whatever, and you head down there. It's not like you're elbow to elbow with everybody. You're just enjoying. It's it's the and you're just having a time. It's open air, but everyone's having that conversation. They're like, oh, well, it's just it's gonna be me and my two buddies, and we're gonna go down. We're gonna make a sandcastle, and I think we're not gonna get any coronavirus. But like, everyone's there now. We're all doing it, and it's not gonna change if you send if you send one guy home or if you send fucking these three cars back. But like, it was weird because we'd be go. There's like a public bathroom in there where people can like shower, get the sand off, and stuff like that, and. In the morning, they were, like, really enforcing, like, the mask thing to go into this public bathroom. But by the end of it, there was fucking, like, masks all over the ground. Everything was wet and sandy. It's the beach. The beach is gross either way. And we're like, all right, I just got to get in here, fucking scrub some sand off me real fast, and then get the fuck out. I mean, I wasn't touching anything. I had hand sanitizer. I was doing everything right. But, I mean, there's only so much you can do. At the end of the day, like, all right, we'll just see that we're getting it or we're not getting it. Yeah. My brother is in – he works for UPS or FedEx or something with the mail. And – my my father works in New York in the city. Um, I I do my thing. My mom does a little bit, and then uh, my my other brother and sister just got out of college, so they're like looking for um, jobs right now. It's the worst time. And they're staying home. Yeah, it's, it's a bad market, everything like that. So every time I talk to my family, they're like, "Oh, your sister is terrified of the virus. She hasn't left the house. She hasn't done anything." And I'm like, Mike's works for fucking FedEx. Like he's touching every box that's came to New Jersey from like every country. Every like, if he doesn't have it, you're you're good. Because otherwise, like, my brother doesn't wash his hand every time he picks up a box. He's like, he. I mean, he's doing all this stuff you're appropriately supposed to be doing. But like, anything with shipping, anything with like the city, you are touching stuff that millions of people have touched. Like that day, like how many people have fucking? I mean, if you're doing like next day shipping for Amazon. How many people have fucking fondled your little binder or whatever that you got sent to you or your little thing of creatine? Like, everyone has touched that. They put it in some packaging. Everyone has touched that packaging. It's gone everywhere. And I'm like, yeah, great. I'm, I'm glad everyone can wash their hands at home and stuff. And I'm glad you guys can be safe and everything. But this lifestyle we live in America, we're, we're fucked either way. Just most of the shit we do is just not sustainable. You got to just enjoy it on the way out. We just, just got to let it all burn, you know? It's a very nice way of looking at things. You got to be just gloomy and optimistic at the same time. You got to just give into it. But yeah, folks, um, I told Alex in the first show that I wanted to like sell out immediately. Like anytime, if we ever get any advertisements, if we ever get any type of brand deal, any type of any way to monetize the friendship that we've had for 20 years, I'm like, yep, I need to cash out now. I can make money immediately. And obviously, like this will be either the first or second podcast, whatever we decide later. We don't have any of that recognition or brand or anything like that. So I'm like, you know what? Let's just fucking make up some 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 commercials and brand deals and stuff like that. So do you have any products that you want to push that have that don't want your support at all do you have any like any commercial that you want to do products that i want to push like actual products yeah like oh this this show like a real product it could be a real product it could be a product that you're you know kind of get behind it could be a new product there's, there's a show out there i really like uh i like the show rami on hulu it's about an egyptian american i saw that honestly as a as a half egyptian i saw that here, he spends I, a lot of time just talking about jacking off like it's it's it's, it's the i mean it's 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 a good funny like millennial thing but it's like every like other episode he's just like i can't stop touching myself dad like i mean there's a, there's a lot of jokes about masturbation in that show that well because he's so that show 
It's about like a he, – he, he's like a, a Muslim American living in like Jersey or something like that. So very very relevant with the times. Yeah. It's like post 9-11. And it takes place like now. But he has the thing that a lot of white people can get behind because he has – somehow he's turned white Catholic guilt into Muslim guilt. He's like he's – like, he's, he's, he's kind of taken it as his own. And I'm, I'm all for it. I'm such a big fan because you, were, you would always see like just the Catholic guys who would just have their little day job, come home, try to have a nice family life anytime they like – touch themselves or do whatever or like talk to a woman they'd be so guilty about it they'd go to confession they'd have be like they thought they think they were going to hell and now we're trying to starting to see that in the middle east we're like oh these people have just terrible consciences too they just hate themselves and i, I can really get behind it i mean you know growing up as a, as a muslim american in the united states you know there's a lot of were you thinking I mean, about that a lot like when you were growing up uh i mean like i guess for a lot of stuff like you know like drinking for example you know mm-hmm. it's I guess I mean every Muslim. I have know you, have you resigned yourself drinks. to going to Muslim hell for for your, for your drinking? I, I've seen you drink. I mean, I'll, I'll leave my fate in God's hands. In God's hands, what do you yeah. think? Um, but yeah, I mean, as a as a kid, when you start coming to terms with like drinking alcohol or you know doing some sinful behavior, you know you, there is there is kind of like a I don't know a disagreement between your lifestyle and your identity, right? And then when you grow up later on, it's like, hey, that's that's what it is, you know. You you learn to accept it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember um, we were at a a track meet in high school. And I was with one of our other mutual friends who was also an Egyptian Muslim American. And we were, we were passing out like snacks or something. I think somebody had like gummy bears or something. And we're, we're just, we're just passing around a bag and he, he picks up the bag and he's like looking at the ingredients, like really like shrewdly, like, like focusing on every individual one, like reading them all out. I'm like, what are you looking for, man? There's fucking gummy bears. Nobody knows what's in those things. And he's like, there's gelatin in this. I'm like, what is, what is gelatin? He's like, that's from pigs. I'm like, there's pigs in gummy bears. I don't know if it's some type of like byproduct or something like that from like fat it's or from something. It's from pork bones. Yeah. yeah, from pork bones. And that's in gummy bears. And well, I guess I learned a new thing about gummy bears. But also I'm like, hey, man, I don't think you're going to get in trouble for eating gummy bears. Because, I mean, it's so removed from whatever a pig was to turn into gummy bears. Like, I think you're okay. I mean, it's, it's, it's like six steps away yeah. or six steps removed from. Because, like, I don't know. That's, that's, it, it's, you got to like dig deep to be like, fucking, oh, if I, this touches my tongue, I will. Yeah, no, no. The thing, will is, not approve. the thing is that, like, you know, when you're growing up as a Muslim in the United States, right? It's like, there's, a lot of Muslims in the United States are, I don't know, feel kind of like they need that. They need to be, you know, they need to kind of overcompensate because they don't yeah. want to be super Americanized and everything. Yeah. And their interpretation. Well, especially like, like they're they're clashing with the the nine eleven narrative, the Gulf War narrative, where people are like very anti-Muslim. They're very like against um, whatever the culture is of culture they don't really know about. So they're trying to like become like the best part of that culture, and at the same time, just like be a regular dude. A lot of it is like American media as well, like portrayals of Muslims in American media is like, oh, every Muslim is super religious. And oh, yeah, Muslims I mean, watching Amer- American Muslims watching American media are like, oh, I guess maybe this is how I should be, very religious. Yeah. And then, but then you go to the Middle East and you go to different countries, and it's like, hey, you know, like yeah, sure, people people are religious, but like the same way like you're a Catholic or the same oh, way yeah. that you know like people are up until like probably like 2005, like every Muslim or Arab guy was either seen as like a terrorist or like a goat farmer or shaman or something and now we're finally starting to get to the 21st century and people are like giving them real roles or like oh this guy's a person too when he's not doing whatever he's doing like they can actually uh there, there, there's a bunch of them um but i mean like no even before i think the whole 9-11 thing made everything just drenched in stereotypes everybody like yeah. was like conforming to stereotypes or like the kids growing up during that time conformed to stereotypes but i mean there's a lot of muslims who came before 9-11 like my dad immigrated to this country earlier like in the, in the 80s and mm. Yeah, you know, like he's he's chill. He's chill about things. That's he's cool. not I, like a I, I love your dad. Your dad's the best guy. He's he's he's, like he's, a... he's he's the best. Yeah. Um. So Rami, was it from Hulu? Rami's on Hulu. You want to I want to plug uh, that? We're yeah, not making any money off of that one, but I'm go, not making go, any money. Go, go I'm just saying, Rami. as an Egyptian American, yeah, yeah, I like it. And so, I think if you are 
not even an Egyptian American, you might like it. And if you are an Egyptian American, you're really gonna like it. So I went the other route a little bit. I went, um, what is a product that has nothing to do with us? Like just the two of us as people. And I want to really get behind it. So do you remember? Um, I'll, I'll, I'll just do a, do a little fake ad pitch. Like, folks, this show is brought to you by Sketcher Shape Ups. <laughs> Ladies, do you want a rump like the Colombian the Colombian maid that your husband is cheating on you with? Do, do you want a bodacious booty? We'll try Sketcher Shape Ups. Do you remember those when they came out? They were like Barely. the so they were like regular sneakers, but they had yeah. like a rounded bottom of it, like the, the where the sole and was supposed to help your ass. So the whole the whole premise of it is because the bottom of the shoe is like that's like a half circle. You're never really flat footed. You're always kind of like inclined to either be on your toes or continue walking because otherwise it's uncomfortable. So it would like force you to do these little like little calf raises just just walking around. And it would like tone you, tone your legs and stuff like that. And it was like a big deal. They were, they were like really popular for a while. You're paying extra money for inconvenient. Shoes. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, you're paying money to be uncomfortable because they're they're not like inherently flat. Nice. So you're you're nice. you're forcing yourself to like start at an angle. So I guess if you walk on them all day, you'll get toned up a little bit. But I'm like, whatever happened to that th- th- those shoes? So I looked it up, and it's all these like local news stories of like a woman who like fucking broke her femurs from walking on them too long. Like they're super bad for you. They're like so bad for your health. Uh, I think they got discontinued or something, but like there's a bunch of lawsuits for them. Yeah, imagine the lawsuits. So just I was just watching like the testimonials of like just people who were on them, and they're like, "Yeah, I wore them for like five months, and then the pain was unbearable, and I had fractures <laughs> in my feet." I'm like, "Why would you wear them that long?" Like all of my shoes, either a couple things, either one they're specifically like work related, and I have to wear that specific type of shoe. Two, they're just like comfortable shoes that I like lounge around and do whatever. Or three, they're like running shoes to work out in there's it's either one of those three i'm not trying to hit all three at once so that's fine but like if you just if the shoes are just straight up uncomfortable to be in i mean it's not even that you wouldn't even want to like wear them you wouldn't even want to like be in shoes at all you'd like oh i'm just going to work barefoot today because i can't bear the fucking sketchers shape ups yeah it sounds like a terrible waste of money and a potential health hazard but yeah so do you, do you want the same booty that your colombian maid has because you know your husband He's cheating on you with that with that maid, and you you tried to tell him, honey, our kids are out of the house. It's not as dirty anymore. Maybe we don't need a maid. And he's like, shut up, bitch. We need a maid. And he, you're not really a messy person. He's not really a messy person. You know what he's doing when you when you when you go out for your little walks. But I mean, God forbid, she has a fantastic ass. So what what do you do? Do you conform? Do you do you decide? You know what? I'm just gonna live it. Maybe my husband's just a guy that needs multiple women. No, you can't. You can't fucking sketch your shake up, shape ups. I, I fucked that up so bad. Get some catchers, shape ups. Get some ketchup. Tone, tone that old white mom butt. Really, really get in there. Just do your little calf raises until you're bearable to look at. Really, just dig deep. <laughs> Maybe he, he will, he will see you as a real woman again. That'd be terrible. That'd be wow. I, I mean, it's it's it it's it's, 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 it's yeah. It puts a spark in you. I mean, it makes you mad, but it gives you a purpose. You know what I mean? I want to I want to neg the customer. I want to I want to just truly bully them into buying the product. You know, that's, that's probably a great idea, you know, just bully customers. Yeah. You, gotta, you need to make them feel insecure about their life. Yeah. So they need to, you know, fill that void. I want to approach advertising the way, like, a shady, like, pickup artist does it. Like, just call her a stupid bitch. Just get in there. <laughs> Buy our cigarettes. But, um, so, I was look, so I was looking for a bunch of, like, public domain stuff for the show to use as, like, an intro song or, like, something to, like, take the place of ad breaks because, you know me, if there's one thing I don't have when – I don't have an original idea. I just decide to rip everybody off all the time. So I was like, all right, let me just find some old public domain, like commercials and stuff. And I found some of these like cigarette ads and I might play one of these in like a little pause somewhere if I figure out how to do it. But I think it was for like camel or something. And 
they, they could just say whatever the fuck they wanted. They're like, these are the healthy cigarettes. These are like, they were bragging about donating like tons of like pallets of cartons of cigarettes to like hospitals for like war vets. They're like, oh, the troops, when they come home, all they want to do is smoke camels. I'm like, no, I think they want their legs back. And it's just because I don't know. What do you, what do you think about advertising in general and about the way all this shit's going? Advertising, you know, like, okay, so yesterday we were at the beach. Mm-hmm. And we see fucking airplanes with those signs. You ever see those airplanes those flying are the best, yeah. With the signs. Every, I saw one yesterday, yeah. flag, giant flag of advertisement. Yeah. From the air, like, flying off the back of the airplane. And I'm just wondering, like, and we're, I just saw that. And I'm just, all right, yeah, that's that's what they do over here, right? Yeah. And then um, it was a friend of mine. And uh, she grew up in, like, the Netherlands, right? Mm-hmm. And she's like, literally, there's no place without ads in the oh, United yeah. States. And literally, I, really, there is ads. There are ads everywhere. So our Hello. standards and practices for ads have changed a lot like the laws and everything like there's so much stuff we can't do now but u.s is like by far and away like we have the least regulation of any country with advertisements like i mean aside from just outright like nudity or something we can put anything on it we have like political attack ads we have uh stuff for like medicine and like stuff that can only be prescribed by a doctor we have so many like weird we have ads that tell you to talk to your doctor yeah <laughs> it's nothing you can actually buy from a store go to your doctor request this medicine that you, you saw on tv to prescribe this are you depressed Go to your doctor and tell him to ask for this specific thing. Just forget all of his years of medical school and all of his training. Tell him the benefit outweighs the risk. There was a little happy face rolling down the path, and he looked better when he took the medicine. So you should take the medicine. The man on the TV says, I'm going to feel better. Yeah. So, I, like I said, I want to sell out immediately. I want to do weird fucking ads. I want to just, I just want to fuck shit up. So, uh, yeah, the first first ad was for Rami and Sketcher Shape Ups. That's, that's, that's what we're going with until somebody decides to pay us for it. That, that was a freebie. That, 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 that one was on us. I don't know. So, so, so what do you got going on lately? The last time I saw you, we were at an illegal five-person party that I had in my house. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I've just been running a lot these days. It's been when I went to the beach uh, this weekend. Uh, last weekend, I went to Hoboken. Okay. Hoboken is real nice. We got a nice view of uh, the city. You want some bars and stuff? What'd you do? We went to this outdoor bar area. Bad boy. And, um, yeah, it was outdoor. We hand sanitized like 50 times. Okay. And... Um, the food is all like food trucks, so you can get food walking to the bar area. See, I like that. I don't think that's too bad. I mean, as long, like I said, as long as everyone's smart about it, I think we can slowly ease back into general life. I don't know. I think. Uh, what, what else would even be going on at this time that we're missing out on? You know, it's an interesting time because there's no FOMO. There's no fear of missing out because you know, literally, like, if you're having any any idea of like I disagree. Or any little thing of fun, I disagree. I have fear of missing the 2020 Summer Olympics that were pushed back a year. Oh no. Who oh, else no. is going to help me watch men's volleyball? Oh, no. Who else? Who else? Poor Olympics. So when, when I went to look up the, uh, all the countries that have never won a medal, I was also looking at um, just like what shitty like summer sports are we missing out on that we're never going to get back. Um, there's, there's like so many that you would – I mean, how long is the Olympics? It was like two weeks long or something like that on TV. Yeah, this is a small amount of time. It's, yeah, it's a couple weeks, but they have to get so many sports in there, and like you're at the mercy of like whatever – time zone that they're in because they'll have sports going on at like three in the morning or some shit like where depending on where you are so i'm gonna go over some lists i'm gonna tell you you're gonna tell me if if you're watching it if you're participating in it whatever you want all right so first one we're, we're start with the a's archery what do you got are you, are, are you an archery guy i did it in high school like for a gym class oh i was gonna say i didn't know you were an archer I, yeah I, I, I did archer, no i did archery in gym class it and it's fun to watch i think i got kicked out of class for uh <laughs> shooting other kids targets and that, that i mean i think that was just bad teaching because i didn't do it on purpose and I'm like, whoops, sorry about that. And he'd be like, fucking Fitzpatrick. <laughs> what are you doing? Get the fuck out of here. Um, artistic swimming. What is that, like synchronized swimming or something? Is there a, like a special way to swim? Uh, you got to swim 
synchronized with other people or this isn't like a summer thing but i knew a girl in college who would do it's not it's like synchronized skating but it's like team skating so it would be like her and like nine other chicks like like doing little ice skating routines around and i'm sure it's very hard but i don't i don't know what the end goal is for anything like that i don't i don't want to like disparage their craft also got athletics oh i guess i'd just be like all like the running stuff track and field is pretty pretty standard you big badminton guy you know, I played badminton once when I was in high school. What countries are good at badminton? Was it like India or something? I'm not even sure. I couldn't tell you. The bad boys of badminton. Yeah, it doesn't. That's doesn't what really I want. Pitch like me, pitch sport. me the, pitch me the feel good badminton sports movie. Badminton, a sports movie. We get Adam Sandler. A, We're gonna get Adam okay. Sandler, right? And Adam Sandler is gonna be. Is he the coach? Be, is he a player? Is he the captain? He's going to be the the protagonist who plays badminton, and he's really good at sports, and he's really good at badminton, but. He has some sort of fatal flaw in his personality or mental capacity. So or, he's Adam Sandler. So, so, yeah. <laughs> and he cannot, he cannot win this. His, his fatal flaw is being Adam Sandler. He, he he breaks off into too many like shitty voices the whole time. He's like, "Oh, I'm gonna do the bad bit now." <laughs> <laughs> he keeps getting sidetracked. And then he has to. He falls in love along the way, and the the girl he falls in love with uh, helps him reform. Who's himself. the girl? Who's the actress? Uh, fuck. Fuck if I know. Big uh, big badminton name. Big big female badminton star. Whoopi Goldberg is the leading female in this one. Isn't there like a big age difference there? Yes. I guess badminton guys they, they go for the older crowd. He's gonna so him Whoopi Goldberg you know beats him into shape. Badminton guys are only into milfs. I'm saying it on the podcast. I'm declaring and it. She's gonna beat him into shape and like he for whatever fatal flaw he has is overcome and he wins the badminton uh, championship. The badminton extravaganza. What is that even called? Like the. I don't know. I'm they have you. they have they make up some badminton championship. I think I think it's like a buddy movie. And it's called The Bad Boys of Badminton. And yeah, you can keep Adam Sandler in there, but you also need all of his buddies that we just said earlier oh, yeah, yeah, that are all, all of his other shitty movies. So you have to have all of them in there. And I mean, I guess you could split them in half. You can have one guy be like the rival team. Like, yeah, remember how the dodgeball you had fucking, what's his name? I don't know if celebrities' names. I'm, I'm, I'm bad at this. This is terrible podcast material. But so we bring those guys in. The little ragtag group of guys, they all come from different backgrounds. One of them's like a mechanic, one of them's an electrician, one of them's a computer programmer. And they're all vaguely athletic. Like, one's got a really good forehand. One's got a really good backhand. One's really good. I don't know what the fuck skills you need for badminton. One's really good at so jumping. Specific skills. What's a specific badminton skill? Like a oh, wow. like a spike? Because it's like tennis and volleyball put together, right? Uh, something like that. Yeah, because yeah. it's like a raised net. It's You're using rackets. And you gotta, yeah, it's like a tennis. The only thing the different is like the little. It's called the birdie, whatever the little. Uh, I think the thing is. called the shuttlecock or something. I thought it called a birdie or a shuttle. It could be a shuttlecock. Shuttlecock. That's a new name. So, so that's that's to... the, so shuttlecock is the porn rebranding of it, like the the parody of it, from the makers of fucking Bad Boys but of Badminton like, comes shuttlecock. But like, you know, honestly, I, I, we'd have to check that. But I mean, we, okay. we don't really. All right. But I mean, like the whole thing, maybe we could call it slapping cocks. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> Essentially, that's what it is. You're slapping cocks over I, I can't disagree with you. I think we're talking about two different movies now. I think you're talking <laughs> about the porn version, and I'm still on the Adam Sandler because he, he's he's a family man. He doesn't do these raunchy movies anymore what else we got here baseball softball i mean that was not that was pretty standard i mean you got obviously america and then you have like a lot of latin american countries you got like japan and south korea and stuff like that so that was easy basketball i don't know why we play basketball in the olympics the united states is like way better than every other team at basketball by like a million oh well, yeah because nba is we'll send like 15 of our worst guys over there and they'll run up 100 points on like every other team i don't know why that's a sport like that you, you remember it was like the 92 dream team or whatever with like Michael Jordan and all these people on it, and like, who is gonna fucking d up on Michael Jordan in Lithuania? Who's gonna who's gonna play him? Like, we can barely get anyone to handle him here. I don't know why we're gonna go to fucking like 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 a Yemen or a Dominican Republic of Congo. That's why I don't have any medals because we're playing fucking basketball instead of whatever their sport is. Just get the Harlem Globetrotters and beat every national team. So I remember 
there was another story uh, for the Winter Olympics. We had the hockey dream team, which is like a bunch of like college kids that played, and they they beat. I mean, even hockey, it's just like well, you got Canada, Russia, um, cold countries, Finland, oh, is Finland. Okay, all right, that, 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 that's fair. That's fair. Um, all right, next we got beach volleyball. Beach volleyball. Like I said, I don't know why there is a men's beach volleyball. What a waste! <laughs> Huge waste. Those they're it's these like big athletic dudes are like six six, giant like fucking jacked. Why play volleyball? Why? What's that? Who's that for? I mean, the girls, I get it. They can wear their, their skimpy little outfits. They can look good. They can, uh, they, I mean, I've seen some good girls volleyball. They, you, good at teamwork, all that stuff. Guys, I don't get it. Why do guys need volleyball? I'm pretty sure, I don't know. There's there's definitely women out there who got the same excitement watching dudes play A dude volleyball. play volleyball? I don't know. I don't know. Because like, there's just so many other sports to choose from that volleyball really. Volleyball sh- is a sexy sport. You know, you're shirtless. You're at the beach. Is this you're... the case for Top Gun? Is this, is this what you're telling me now? <laughs> <laughs> that weird volleyball scene in there where they're you know you're shirtless at the beach you know playing volleyball it's i don't sexy. know can you make me like a men's volleyball movie pitch now can we uh can we get in there yeah i gotta think one uh adam sandler we're back in it we got going for a double feature we got the we got the the guy from the hangover the the fat guy uh seth rogan no no uh was it tequila he's got the greek last name the greek last name i'm blanking nakis <laughs> zach galifianakis he's not from zach, the hangover z- is it Zach Galifianakis? Yeah, he was in the. Hangover. Oh, he's from the Hangover. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm retarded. Zach Galifianakis. Okay. You got and him. He's he's on the beach playing volleyball. And <laughs> he's like five foot four or something like that. And he's got and he's got this team of you know he's he's really good at serving. Well, I think so. There's there's beach volleyball, which is like I think it's like two on two, and then there's like the indoor volleyball, which is like a team. It's like you and like eight dudes. So is this another like indoor volleyball is not sexy? I'm, my my case is that neither of them are sexy. If there's guys in beach it, beach volleyball is is a sexy sport. I guess. I guess we want to go for We're it. At the beach. All right. So Zach Galifianakis, and then I guess one guy for every volleyball. It's, it's him and just one other person. Who, who's who's his uh who's his buddy? Who's his duo? Who's who, who's his pair? We got Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell. Okay. Will Ferrell. And he's, Zach he's got more of a volleyball body. He's a tall guy. He's big. Yeah, yeah. You know, and Zach Galifianakis is really good at serving the volleyball. Okay. Okay. He's good at serving. And like he's they got to face they got to face like, you know, like the the national some like the women's national team of a really good country. Oh, so, so <laughs> they're not good enough to play against the men. They're, they're like, you just we'll just put you in women's volleyball. They just, I mean, yeah, they, they, no, no. It's just, it's just that, like, you know, that's fair. America doesn't have like they're they they become America's <laughs> women's team because of, for some for some premise, you know, like all the the men's team loses. All the women quit volleyball, and then like there's only two dudes left, and they're like, all right, well, you need to you we, need to win can, this for America. We can get to that level. So there was a news story, uh, I think it was like last year or maybe like, yeah, I think it was, I think it was like the end of last year where um, the girls. I mean, I'm sorry, the women's international uh, soccer team, they won like their fourth like World Cup. They're like the most successful women's soccer team. Um, and they're mad about like a contract negotiation. Like they're not making the money that they want to be making. Um, they're significantly more successful than the men's team because the men's oh, yeah. team is hot garbage, like super bad, <laughs> like so terribly bad. And it became a debate that like, oh, we have a good amount of fans. We're uh, really successful we're bringing home the gold this and that we should be paid at least as much as the guys if not more because like nobody even really watches men's soccer in the united states yeah. but you can make that case for any woman's sport as well so i mean the women's soccer league has a little bit of a following but it's re- they're really at the mercy of one the market because like people aren't really watching women's soccer in general like the, the the u.s team specifically is pretty good but no one's watching the women's world cup really aside from like diehard soccer fans and like those people so they agreed to this contract before that they were like super successful and now after they're winning all these championships now they're like fuck we we want that money back but like you shouldn't have maybe you shouldn't have agreed to the contract i don't know there's tons of people maybe you shouldn't have said yes to the thing that 
was contracts literally written mean shit. And and you paper. get a lawyer to fucking tear it up. I don't understand why. I mean, I, I don't want to be that guy. You get you get a lawyer. I don't to, be that contracts guy. don't mean anything. You get a lawyer to tear it up, and you you renegotiate it. That's what. It well, is. it's the same thing with um rappers. How they do the uh the whole oh I got this I signed to this label and they took advantage of me. They're taking a lot of my bottom line. They're doing all this like every rapper brags about how like rich they are and how much money they get like how much does it cost to like pay a contract lawyer to just read your shit for you how much does that cost is that a lot of money because i mean people say they get like taken advantage of by the industry and this and that but like if you sign it's anything got the money to, to put you know to dish out for a contract lawyer right away every every rapper is bragging about how much money, money they make every rapper is bragging about how much money they make money when you start making every rapper so is bragging about making money if but they're the not song, making money if the song that got you on the first. map if the song that got you on the map is like i get money fuck you bitches blah 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 and you don't have money. That's a problem you in itself. Fake it until you make it. Yeah, I get you're that. Really, I get that. That's a really problem poor. in itself. You live in your mom's basement. And That's a start, problem in itself. You're but, good at rapping, but, but you gotta you gotta say you're rich. I'll, I'll say this before you buy the expensive cars and the jewelry and all that. This isn't race specific. This is white or black. Before you do any of that stuff, before you even get a manager or a promoter or a tour guy, just have someone fucking read for you. You you can you can walk into a lawyer's office and get a consultation for free. Like, hey, am I getting fucked over right now? And you can just look at the contract and. Like, yeah, it looks like by the end of this, you're not going to get any money from this deal. And they're like, oh, okay, maybe let me not sign it. Maybe let me renegotiate it. Maybe let me fucking back out entirely. Now, nah, contracts always value. They always, oh, what's it called? They're, they're biased in favor. I'm of sounding people, like the resources. man right now. I'm yeah, sounding like the oppressor. You, you, you do. I'm the bad guy in this. I'm, I'm, the, I'm the bad guy in the volleyball movie. I, I, got, the, I got the guy's team canceled. I'm like, <laughs> fuck you. I, I defunded it. You're, you're going you're gonna to pay them shit. You're going to pay them fucking two, two sacks of peanuts. Oh, yeah. And- I want to see the... Uh, the, the defund the men's volleyball movement. I mean, we got defund the police. We got all these other protests. Who's like very anti men's volleyball? Fuck it, get rid of them. Defund them. Yeah, I'm ready for that. Serving a purpose, you know. So I'm the, I'm the bad guy in this movie. They they got the men's team. The men's league got cut in half. They're 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 they're, they're done. There's no league anymore. So they're in the women's league. So so continue. Go on. I'm 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 the oppressive big wig so, so executive guy. And like I don't know, all the all the women quit volleyball for some reason. And like all the women quit too. So there's no one's playing volleyball. No, there's only two players left. You know. Oh, the men's the men's gets cut. And the women are like, all right. The women are like, yeah, we're we're not getting paid enough to do this. So, so, so everybody loves. Oh, volleyball. I thought you were saying the the men like Zach and fucking so Will Ferrell. They play in the Zach, women's league. It's just Zach and Will Ferrell who are left, and like men's <sighs> volleyball doesn't exist anymore. No, I like the, the idea. US still has a women's team, but it's just two dudes. Oh, okay. So they're in the women's league playing with. Women. Okay, I like, but, that. like yeah, they're okay. They're the women's. League. They, they take the place of the women's team. They're not they on the women's the place. team. So okay. it's, just, it's a it's a two man team. <laughs> I'm on it. On the women's league. I'm on and it. The I like US it. is like, right. Well, this is our team. They are they are the women's team. So you, we can we can really dirty this up. We can turn this into like an American podcast. And they're getting paid. Like, oh, hot chicks from every country, and they're playing all these teams, and all the girls are in the skippy stuff, and then you, all the guys' uniforms are gone. So they're wearing the uni- the women's uniforms. So it's like fucking Will Ferrell like super like wearing like sports bras and stuff. Yeah, they're they're, like, they're fucking up. Like all like all like the. The, the women on the other teams are going to be super antagonistic towards them, and like, there's like, got to be some like gratuitous like nut shots, like, oh, you wouldn't have this problem if you were just a chick, but you got hit in the dick, spike, spiked in the oh, nuts boy. for the volleyball. I like it, and it's just going to be like them, you know, like trying to like beat these, you know, the women's teams and everything, and yes. like they get yes, there's like a volleyball master from like <laughs> a volleyball master from like Nepal or something who's going <laughs> to teach them Nepalese volleyball master so we're getting the real mr miyagi vibes from this yeah, guy he's, he's gonna be like the mr miyagi of the movie and he's gonna teach them how to play volleyball good he's, he's gonna to teach like... them regular common tricks or little household chores that translate into volleyball skills instead of like your wax on wax off yeah like I don't, jump, I don't... jumping up bump like... set spike fucking my dishes do, do all that shit so basically at the end like they have to face the brazilian women's volleyball team which is probably like the best yeah. and you know for that i'll say right now everybody wins everybody i mean we, as the, yeah. we as the viewers get to see brazilian women playing volleyball and get to laugh on the side. So I don't even really care how the end match goes. Well, maybe, like, at the end, it'll be, like, the whole, like, gladiator 
like you know the realization that the person you're facing off is not the enemy but instead the audience is the enemy and then they start like spiking the volleyball at the audience oh it's a 3d movie now we, we got three glasses. No, 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 no. Like, like this, the fans in the stadium are the enemy. Oh, specifically because because in are, that venue. Because they are, they are <laughs> they're contributing to a, uh, they're, they're, a corrupt system. That yeah, yeah. They're, they're like the fans of the, <laughs> in the gladiator stadium. I, I, like, that, I like the term you took. And they'll be like, you know, you're, you're just watching us for our bodies. So, so, so me, the executive that cut the whole men's program, I get off scot-free. I'm, I'm good. You guys are just mad at the fans. I like that. This, this, is, this is another <laughs> win for the man, for the authority. We get it back. Yeah, yeah. We're taking it home. Yeah, you, you end up, you know having a, a good life and escaping to like Bermuda or something. See, I think we just got to get back into sports movies. I'm a big fan, but I don't know. I, like I said, I think, uh, I think this is good. I like, I like the idea of bringing well-known comedy actors and just, just wringing all the talent they have out of them just for a little bit of money. I don't know if this is going to make any money. I don't think, uh, a volume, a, a badminton movie, especially, I don't know who is, I'm, I'm sure it'd be really big in like, a, like India or like a Southeast Asia who plays badminton. We have to figure that out. Yeah. That's a, that's a question. I don't know. That sounds like maybe a question for another day. Yeah. But on that note, I think this might be a good spot to put a cap on it for now. What do you think, Alex? All right. Sounds good to me. Well, for anyone and everyone who's watching, we appreciate it. Uh, hopefully, this this could become one of the ones that we actually put out there. Um, we'll see. With the power of editing, we'll try to make sure we don't get fired from all of our jobs. And then, uh, otherwise, you guys take care, all right? Ciao. Peace out. Yes, Kiera. Just wanted to wish you a very, very happy birthday. I hope all is going well with you, despite all this COVID-19 business. Once again, I just want to say, happy birthday to you. Anyway, you have a blessed and wonderful day.